Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this, this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Allie. And And there's no Danny. This is a really sad announcement. Danny has left. I'm just kidding. Danny hasn't left the podcast, but Danny (laughs) Danny has left the state, though. Danny's out of town, actually. So So you will hear him on the episode, which we recorded a little bit in advance, but we wanted to do a real-time intro. And Danny is in New York for work. So this is just a girls' night intro. Back to seasons one, season one episode. One, two, two. So, gosh, what has happened in the last week, Al? So I think one of the biggest things that's happened is we celebrated Marco's Dirty 30, and it was a party <laughs> unlike anything else I've ever experienced. I mean, so for anyone new, Marco is Danny's boyfriend, and he turned 30 this last weekend and had an enormous train crawl of a birthday, which we called Off the Rails. First I mean, of all, I don't even know 80 people anymore. Right. And there was probably somewhere between 60 and 80 people. In and birthday. out throughout the day. Yeah, throughout mm-hmm. the day. It was insane. I mean, we got to their place and they had a very well-organized assembly line where you picked up a shirt and a <laughs> koozie and a tattoo and a bow tie and a brooch. Then a huge breakfast spread. Breakfast and spread and cocktails. And then you boarded the train and we went north. Two people were carrying on huge cardboard cutouts of Marco's head so that we could like all, yeah. all the ducklings could stay in a row. Also, it just was such a Danny and Marco production because we like walk into their apartment and we've been many times and someone goes... Have you registered? And I was like, oh, so this is a machine, which I appreciate. It was like walking into like a conference. Yeah. And Danny loves conferences. So that's Or as my brother-in-law thought after seeing my Instagram stories, what festival are you at? (laughs) I mean, it's insane. And then the first bar we got to, there was a magician, a Mm -hmm. close-up magician. So who's doing like card tricks Mm -hmm. and a balloon artist. So we were wearing balloon crowns. There was a game where you had to match question and answers about Marco's childhood and life. So you, which was and you so won. cute. So then you talk to people. So everyone got strips of paper, which was either a question or an answer. Mm-hmm. So you had to go around trying to find your to, match. Your match. And then when you matched, you got a brooch, which is Marco's sort of signature item. And, and Danny and Marco had made a ton. And they were all handmade. <laughs> this must have taken them. Oh my gosh. The last six months, they've been making brooches because right. they were all hand constructed, and they had individually placed rhinestones all over them. <laughs> and what was your brooch? Mine was a pair of lungs. Okay. And with and it was like a gradient from light pink to dark pink crystals on one side of the Ooh, lung. It's and, gorgeous. And mine was a flute, a decorated <laughs> flute. I picked it I because mean, I played the flute in sixth and seventh grade. Flautist. And then a she flautist. made Matt, yeah. got a guitar. Uh-huh. There was a cracked egg, broccoli. I mean, anything you imagine. They were so fun. The t-shirts were like a caricature of Marco's face from when a, a guy he dated drew him. So it was like a very like distorted, oh, it was, hilarious. It was like cross-eyed and he had, Matt, <laughs> Matt thought his, the mouth on Marco on the t-shirt looked like Gwen Stefani. You guys saying. were so sure of that. And I was like, that is so specific and weird. But anyway, it was really wonderful to celebrate Marco. Great. And oh my gosh, the cake was gorgeous. Oh, it, was it was like insane. Marco wears bow ties and suspenders all the time. Yeah. You know, it's a part of his thing. And the cake was a constructed like a man's chest in suspenders and bow tie. Yeah. Best cake I've ever had. Oh, also, oh, duh. I was just going to say, there was a drag show. 
So we walk into this theater that they had rented out the space of the theater that Marco performs. And there was five drag queens and it was like a dance off and they did like a musical to Annie because Marco loves musicals. It was just wild. It was so great. We had to fly to Miami the next day. So we didn't stay until the very end, but apparently they went, the party went on and the train, (laughs) the train went on after we left, but it was wild. It was a blast. Wild good time. I feel like something else before we get to the blowdown that's sort of related to to the podcast and to the podcast (laughs) is... And no spoilers, but we watched season eight, episode three of Game of Thrones by the pool in Miami at the beach bar with a huge projected screen yeah. and a bunch of people. And it was a battle, which I think I'm okay allowed to say. Yeah, so yeah. There everyone were, knows it was a battle. Everyone was cheering for the right moments and gasping at the wrong moments. We it were, was wonderful. We were worried. And we got there two hours early <laughs> so we could have prime seating. But we were worried, like, what if 10 minutes into this battle that we realize people are really loud and they're talking. Or the and, sound quality sounds bad or it's too hard to see on screen. And so it we was risked a gamble. It, but it was everyone there was hardcore, diehard fan. Yeah. So it was... An incredible viewing experience. That girl behind me kept going, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's Which I liked. Like, it was just it. enough of little, like, chatter to help you emotionally get through an episode like that. Yeah. I you was, know, when it's so much battle. I was, like, buried into your arm. <laughs> you are like, <laughs> yeah, we had tissues. We were, it oh, was yeah. a lot. We went up to the room to get tissues in advance of it starting. So, we're, we're, which I used. We're not <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> Uh, which brings us to the Kingslayer and the Kingslayer of the world mm-hmm. and the blowdown for episode three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And don't worry, you guys. Danny's on the episode. Yeah. Okay. Never fear. <laughs> Unless you're an OG uh, listener and you just want us to. But we can cut out all of Danny's parts. <laughs> <laughs> we can just do Danny's. All we have to do is do, Brianne. <laughs> oh, Danny is on the episode. Brianne, what are you doing? Brianne, get all the rift. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, stay tuned. Okay, Danny, can you do the challenge of doing the blowdown in five points or less? Absolutely. <laughs> Not uh, in Danny dog ears? Yeah. Danny I swear ears. on House Chapman. <laughs> Jamie and Brienne took a beautiful photo, and they were, like, feeling the vibes. Yeah. One. It, just even knowing that he's limited probably oh, ruins no. his life. I oh, shouldn't no. do this to you. You can do Brienne it. took a photo of Jamie, ship nips out. When she like he was, played a little cute, sexy prank, right? She, yeah, yeah. She, little little prank, yeah. wank, and uh, took a photo of him on the couch, <laughs> like one of his French girls. Really, nothing happened in the car room. No, but before then, she that. touched his nips, and that got him. It got him hard. Gave him a bony bone. Yeah, game of bones, and yeah. then uh, <laughs> he's playing his own game of bones right now. And then he has convinced her because of the safety of the exhibit to lie with him on the floating raft. To the fi- prove the final scene, the Leo DiCaprio did not deserve to die. Correct. So yes. they're about to they're about See, to if lay with each hard other. Hard on will go on, right? As the song goes, hard will go on. And and he, he with his <gasps> with his full mast pitch tent, they sailed safely to the, <laughs> across Town. the sea to Pound Town. <laughs> Describe your tale of how you survived. <laughs> your tale of getting tail. Mm-hmm. Your tail, tail, tailwind. Yeah, um, did I do it? How many was I at? That's great. I think, great. I think you great. did four. <laughs> well, I'm gonna wow. use one more then. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> take back. Well, great. Now I'm gonna do point five A B through Z. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's like my budget. Yeah. You know, once you know I don't need my full budget, you'll yeah. take it away. I gotta yeah. spend this. Uh, great. Ready to read the story now? Let's do it. 
Ready to read the story now? Hey, kids. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Who is ready to read this story? Let's do it. She positioned herself in a straight line along the edge, her legs hanging off the end by at least a foot and her head resting in the crook of her folded arm. She is 6'3", <laughs> uh, and Kate Winslet's 5'7". So that's, that is an extra oh, yeah. foot hanging off. Touche. In one fluid motion, he joined her and pressed his body fully against her so he wouldn't fall off. So we are in, we're in spoon. Oh, wow. He's a big spoon right now. Game of spoons. <laughs> the raft teetered, but it was meant to do that. He didn't mind since the jolt made her grab his arm to steady them. I'm going to fall, she murmured. There was foam all around the perimeter for just that reason, but still, he quickly grabbed his free arm around her waist and pulled even closer. It's like a mechanical bowl. It's <laughs> See, like a I mechanical think it's raised. Raft. I think it's raised a little bit. Slightly. I think it's slightly yeah, raised. Yeah, it's not yeah. like my depiction, but I think it's raised a tiny bit. What an odd... I mean, now I want to try it, but... I think we need to construct one here I think in the studio. If I'm looking at two of the best party planners I know, <laughs> we need to have a Titanic. We'll have this done by next week. <laughs> party. I feel like it's probably the height of the... Right here at this table. Yeah. It's like two feet off the ground. Danny's right. The foam, like like a, a mechanical yeah. bowl. A mechanical bowl. A mechanical balls. A manacle bowl. A maniacal bowl. A maniacal bowl. <laughs> a maniacal bowl. Such a sabotaging bowl. <laughs> There was foam all around the perimeter for just that reason, but still, he quickly grabbed his free arm around her waist and pulled even closer. <laughs> See, if that jackass had done just this, he wouldn't have perished, even conserves body heat. He nudged one leg between hers for leverage. Yes. Their faces were only an inch apart. Oh, so they're oh. facing each other. <gasps> okay. Oh, ooh, a reverse spoon. Oh, I didn't see that coming. The spider. Coming. The spider. <laughs> Their faces were only an inch apart. He could feel the heat of her breath as she parted her lips. I suppose the woman was selfish, too. He found himself whispering, how so? She didn't try harder to keep him from sliding away. She should have grabbed him in the water and still kept hold of the raft before he sank too far. That's true. What a bitch, he chuckled purposefully, <laughs> so she'd feel the vibration in his chest as it pressed against her. She didn't really love him, though, or she would have tried. She would have died trying. She seemed very serious about it, and he wanted to know more. What of her family? Brianne scoffed and her lips nearly brushed his by accident. She clearly didn't care much about that if she was fine betraying her fiancé and her virtue to a steerage boy. She loved the idea of him, the excitement, not the man. Jamie's like, hey, what about his wow. sister? <laughs> you think, like just talk you, think about you two her a could bit. get along? Or no? <laughs> it was a shallow love, he said just to respond, but as her face transformed into mirth, he realized his mistake. Yes. Did you seriously just make a pun about an icy death? <laughs> her hand gripped his shoulder as they still tried to avoid tipping the raft. Guess I did. Huzzah. Oh my gosh, did I write this? Huzzah. Remember I used to say huzzah? I didn't even know what that word was. Like use it in a sentence like you would have. Guess I did. Huzzah. It seems weird without an exclamation point. Huzzah. Huzzah. Is that how you used to say it? Huzzah. 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 Yeah. I don't know. It didn't even sound right then. Like, Like chutzpah? Yeah. I think I was thinking chutzpah. His nose grazed hers as he spoke. It took him that long to realize she wasn't pulling away. Either wasn't aware of or had decided to dismiss any embarrassment over their admittedly inappropriate position. She gripped him as he gripped her, and he remembered that first photo and how it made them look like they were together. Because we haven't made it. I don't know the prior. Yeah, I don't know the film Reflected all that longingly well, yet. But we haven't made any like night of the museum jokes. <laughs> that's a whole. That's like what's happening. Except their romance Where's is coming ben to life. Stiller? Their romance is coming to life and not the exhibits and itself. not the Tyrannosaurus mm. Rex and the cavemen. It takes place at night. You know, that movie bummed me out because one of the cavemen didn't make it back into the exhibit before 
dusk, and so he disintegrated outside, and it ruined the whole movie for me. Yeah. It bummed me out. It's a big Do you bummer. remember that? You got to earn that PG no. rating somehow. Oh, man, I hated it. <laughs> Edgy. I was like, everyone made it back except one caveman? That's so Ugh. mean. I know. Unnecessary. He but didn't really is- love the rest of his caveman friends. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have made it back. <laughs> it was a shallow love. She was staring at him with those blue eyes, still alight from his joke. Without warning, he tilted his head just enough to comfortably <laughs> press his lips against hers. <gasps> he found himself sinking into her skin as the feel of her unbalanced him. She yanked her head back in shock. Too late, though. He'd already let his mouth linger on hers. He was sure she would try to run. So he kissed her again, despite his sadness. She takes her chances in the water. <laughs> Love overboard. I've always been a good swimmer. Overboard. Love overboard. <laughs> <laughs> she yanked her head back in shock. Too late, though. She'd already let his mouth linger on hers. He was sure she would try to run. So he kissed her again despite the sadness and her now stiff body and fear in her eyes. It was quick this time. And then he spoke. I think I wanted to do that for years. Oh. <laughs> it took her a while to manage a reply, breathy and frightened. You think? <laughs> Yes. I read that as she was going, you think? But I think you're right. Like, I thought she was giving him a hard time. Oh, yeah. Do you think? I think she said, like, you think? Like, you don't know that yeah, you want yeah, to do yeah. that? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes. He nodded as he rested his forehead against hers. I'm slow. She started blinking quickly, but there was no apparent threat of tears. It was adjustment blinking, he thought. All at once, a flood of impatience overtook him, and he saw in his mind the years and years of having her there, right next to him, and he couldn't even pinpoint when he decided she was important. Long ago, surely. Probably long before he could guess. He hadn't been lying about the slowness. She'd crept up on him with the pace of continental shift. <laughs> but now he knew he wanted Glacially, her. Glacially, one might yeah. say. <laughs> but now he knew he wanted her and was probably in love with her, something equally insane. It felt that way. He took her lips with a gentle force, concealing the things he really wanted to do. If she hadn't harbored the same peculiar affection as he had... There's a it, lot of ship and sea puns. There is. This author is very funny. <laughs> I read peculiar as pelican in like a really quick way. I remember there was like the propeller. Yeah, yeah. Propelled. Yeah. If she didn't want to accept what he felt now, he'd just have to pester her until she did. That always worked. It was only when her hands wound around his neck, her long fingers tangling in his hair, that he could finally breathe. He chuckled aloud, knowing she'd think it was some reaction to their weird choice of snog location. But it was because of the sudden release of nerves. Aww. Brienne Tarth was not a woman who would allow someone's tongue in her mouth if she didn't want it there. <laughs> the fact that she wasn't shoving him away and was instead pairing his moves with a frantic intensity made him feel like he was flying over the rooftops on the back of a fire-breathing dragon of old. Of old! <laughs> some would say it was Drogon! <laughs> Sorry. What is Dragon's that? hand. Dragon's 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 hand. Drag shot. She broke contact and turned her face away just an inch or so. An inch too many. Jamie, we can't. But we he- must. <laughs> oh. He kissed her chin and down the pale column of her neck to the spatter of freckles he'd stared at so many times. Can't or don't want to, he murmured against her skin, using his tongue to trace her collarbone. Her breath ruffled his hair, and he felt her arch her back until she was pressed even closer. He hoped her long silence was the result of his mouth on her skin and not some unfounded notion of inadequacy. Finally, she spat out, can't. 
Do they like physically can't because they're like on a floating mantle? Yeah, and they couldn't do it in a car. I think so she's because like, I think she's work. afraid to prove that this raft could not have safely had both of them aboard. She's <laughs> she like, then she'd have to all my legitimate. Yeah, all the hatred I've had for yeah. years and animosity toward the Titanic. She'd gets have to like delete ruined. her whole Reddit yeah. account. Fuck you, James yeah. Cameron. You're not getting yeah. this satisfaction. She just send him what, an what is she gonna letter? What is she gonna tweet about now? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Titanic troll. She is. She's enjoying James Cameron. He's like, it has been twenty years. You have to leave me. Well, More like James Cameron. No, that's yes, yes, that yes. makes sense. Go for it. All <laughs> right, Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> James Camerong. Camerong. There we go. Way better. Thank you. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> the raft quavered. <laughs> Maybe that's her. Do you think that's her handle? Camerong. James Camerong. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like one of those Twitter accounts that like has his picture. Yeah, yeah. But you know how people do that with the president, like has his picture but a different handle and <laughs> yeah. like tries to f up his shit. Fl- sinking in the water like Leo. <laughs> yeah, his head is superimposed on Leo on the raft. <laughs> the raft quavered as he pressed her flat on her back and rested on top of her. She was certainly sturdy enough to handle his weight. And oh, why this is, is that? a little flip. And why is that? She peered at him with that mesmerizing blue. Her thoughts seemingly vanished. And then he heard lazy footsteps, not close by, maybe in the photo room, but they had only minutes until they were found. Oh my gosh. That's why she shoved him back hard enough that he fell off the raft onto the surrounding foam. <laughs> the guard, Jamie, had they really lingered in the exhibit so long that the rounds were being made? You, you know s- what this reminds me of is, what was the show in the 90s where you had to go through this obstacle course? Double Dare. No, no, sir. It was like for adults. Le- Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, adults? And they were like, sort of like bodybuilders. They're always in bright costumes. They had to get through the whole gladiators. thing. American, American gladiators. Yeah, gladiators. I was yeah. picturing this, them falling into the foam, being yeah. one of those, like one of those. That's it. I love those. They had really great names like Storm. Yes. And Ice it was sort of like Blade. wrestling meets, I feel like it was like the WWE. It was. A little yeah. bit, because you knew who these people were. Yeah, they had like yeah. character types. Yeah. Man, I would watch that show again. I bet that'll make its way back. I feel, I feel like we like need to. Did, can we find did it? it? Can we find it and watch it? There someday? was American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, that's like the, maybe the new and improved. But American Gladiators was great. Though. It was so good. Yeah, American Ninja Warrior must be the reboot. But I want the classic Gladiators. Ice Storm. Yeah, they had like yeah. really good names. Had they really lingered in the exhibit so long that the rounds were being made? He struggled to his feet and fought off a severe wave of irritation at the interruption. Just when he had learned what her skin tasted like, he licked his lips. Her gaze was drawn to the motion instantly, and she sighed heavily before pointing, your shirt. He hastily fixed the rest of the buttons, but there wasn't much point. It would be obvious what they'd been up to from the deep flush and the state of their hair alone. The guard was nearly there, so Jamie moved around the raft and stole one last pack before she could get away. Cute! (gasps) What about that drink, he whispered. She nodded slowly, not looking at him but still breathing hard. The guard sauntered in, barely looking away from the phone he held in his hand. It was John. No! <laughs> no! Oh my gosh! The Night's Watchman! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he had a known barely addiction. Barely looking. <laughs> barely, yeah, he definitely wasn't paying Friggin attention. Harry Potter of Game of Thrones. <laughs> he really oh is. my gosh, I didn't know we were going to get oh, another character. Wow. <laughs> he had a known addiction to trivia games to counteract <laughs> how dim he was. Aww. Oh, oh, no, is John the Ron of oh, Game Oh, no. no, he's the Harry, for sure. No, but I mean, the way they're writing it, saying that he's dim? Yeah, Harry. Oh, I guess Harry. Harry's yeah, always yeah. the dense one. Oh, hello. John's eyes were wide as he saw them, but he gave no indication that he knew what they'd been up to. They said you'd be around, but I thought you'd have left by now. Everybody's Jamie- talking about you two boning through the exhibit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we thought the boning would be done. Jamie cleared his throat. 
<clears throat> a few final touches to accomplish, John. Things needed some personal attention. Brienne glared at him without John noticing. <laughs> That's fine, then. Just stop by security when you leave so you don't set the door alarms off. John nodded and proceeded through the gift shop, which would lead to the offices and exit. <laughs> Good night, Gilly. <laughs> as soon as John's shadow vanished, Jamie stepped close. He didn't like being so far from her body, but she held up her palms to stop him. Jamie, we can't. Not here, but somewhere else, he pushed. And there was her familiar look of exasperation. He'd missed it. Fine. Somewhere else. And I forgot my shoes. I'll get them, he offered, hoping to draw her back into the isolation of the other rooms. No, you have to take care of those photos, she yeah, her, said. Her shoes are back at the deck, right? Yeah, back on the deck. Yeah. Oh, right. He certainly hadn't forgotten about them. Oh, yes, I'll remove them from the system and email them to myself. There is no way he'd delete them completely. <laughs> She nodded matter-of-factly, trying hard to find her professional demeanor despite the clenching of her fists at her sides. He flashed her a grin full of explicit ideas that turned her beet red before she left. This is so cute. I know. The gift shop was dark beyond the raft room, full of vague outlines belonging to stupid ephemera. That's his cousin. <laughs> stupid ephemera. Move it, stupid ephemera. Okay, I made out with her one ephemera. time. No one likes your gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> ephemera Lannister. How'd you get a job here? <laughs> Family business. <laughs> hey, that's mine. <laughs> Attendees would pay far too much for books and T-shirts and pen they'd forget about in mere weeks. My uh, my friends went to the Van Gogh exhibit in yeah. Amsterdam, like baked off their asses, and the they said they, they came home with shower curtains and mouse pads. <laughs> their whole house was Van was the Van Gogh sunflowers. Sunflowers. <laughs> My entire living room is a starry night. Coffee mugs, all their silverware. <laughs> so good. So funny. He'd moved to the computer used to store photos. People could buy prints of their snaps for an exorbitant amount, but that didn't apply to Jamie. He was simply going to send them as digital copies, but he couldn't resist printing the one of them both looking at each other, carefully tucking it into his pocket. Into his locket. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, I just found, I was going through all of my old photos from childhood. First of all, I found my old yearbook from second grade and there was two people I went to school with whose picture was cut out of the yearbook. And I was like, why would I have cut them out of my yearbook? And I I couldn't remember whose picture they were. And then later going through my pile, it was two of my crushes that I used to keep on either side of a locket. And one of them is my good friend, Joey, who I know doesn't listen to this podcast, but he's still one of my best friends to this day. That I used to wear him in a locket around my neck in second grade. Oh my gosh, dueling crushes in either side of your locket. They were literally Jeff Williams and Joey Katowski on either side. That's precious. That's really precious. So ridiculous. Looking back, they're like such little babies. They're so funny. I was like, oh my God, what a weirdo. And a locket of their hair. (laughs) And I kept a vial of their blood in my other locket. <laughs> then it got really weird. <laughs> and all their fingernail clippings. Ew. Gross. His finger hovered over the delete button, but a stroke of genius made him smile. He hoped it wouldn't be too much, wouldn't push her away, but after her enthusiastic response to his kisses, that had become a lessened possibility. He sent the photo of them to the big <gasps> screen where he hoped it would greet her <laughs> as she fetched her shoes. He'd delete it when they left. Oh, oh you know no. he's not gonna. He's gonna out them. Oh, man. She smelled like clean linen. He wasn't sure why that newly noted fact flooded his mind just then, but he found himself fixated on it. She probably used some cheap drugstore soap for just about everything, but he liked how unpretentious it was, and her skin was soft. He wanted to know what that softness felt like as it stretched over the muscles of her legs. That's what he would go for next, those legs. (laughs) 
It had been far too long since he'd felt her skin under his fingers, probably just minutes, but that was enough to make him antsy. So he decided to find her because he was a needy little bastard. (laughs) He moved quickly through the spaces until he came upon the archway to the photo room. She stood in front of the screen with her shoes dangling between her fingers, her profile cast in half shadow, her neck straightened so she knew he was there. You put this up. (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) Tiny little ears. (laughs) I feel like they're like dinosaurs with all these sound effects. Yeah, they sort of are. <laughs> you put this up again, didn't you? Yes. She didn't look at him as she contemplated the image. It's happy. He didn't hesitate. I'm happy, he said. She swiveled. Nice to th- meet you, happy. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to say that when we'd say we were hungry. He'd go, hi, I'm Bill. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Bill? Bill Rush has jokes. Bill Rush is a riot. <laughs> She swiveled to face him, though there was too much distance. He thought she might dissemble or ask him why or something else equally inane. She didn't. Me too. He held out his arm. Come, my lady. Let's get enough drink in you so you'll let me grope you in public. Whoa. Wow. She tried to adopt a severe expression, but it failed as her lips twitched. Don't be crass. Oh, I'm certainly going to be crass. She finally strode over to him to take his arm, a hint of smile lighting up her face. She led him through all the rooms, even fetching his forgotten jacket on the velvet divan. But that damn car appeared again. <gasps> oh, oh, entice, entice. Shoot. This time, it didn't seem... It's a very- drive-by. <laughs> it's a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> this time, it didn't seem absurd or nerve-wracking. He caught her staring at it, too. These two are about to honk in oh, your morning. Oh, my gosh. Ho-ho. You mean, honk. If, if you're, you're horny. horny. <laughs> that is a morning radio show. Like I, hope, I hope whenever people now hear a car horn honk, yeah. they yeah. say out loud to their family while they're driving, if you're horny. <laughs> and they go, what'd you say? And it's like, okay. oh. Uh, Nothing. It's a joke from um, this podcast. I was <laughs> and they do a joke with honk, <laughs> if you're horny. <laughs> it's like, mom, stop that. <laughs> Keep driving. They, they try to get their parents to try it. You guys say it, and then we'll all say, if you're horny. It's like, why did I send you to college? <laughs> he let her arm slip away and moved to the car door, pulling it open in one motion and standing back so she could see inside. Putting the lay in valet, oh. am I right? <laughs> That was me high-fiving myself over here. <laughs> I'll give you a little cha-chung fist bump. Thanks. Get over here. Cha-chung! Cha-chung! <laughs> he let her arm slip away and moved to the car door, pulling it open in one motion and standing back so she could see inside. We really should test this space. She glanced from him to the car and back. It's gotten quite late. Chan won't be back for hours. <laughs> we may never see John again. <laughs> We have to be here for the opening in the morning. We should get some sleep. She was stalling now, and he knew it. Do you want to sleep? Her gaze snapped to his magnetically. No. (gasps) Get in the car, Brienne. He gestured with one hand, with his one hand, (laughs) to the small interior. See, I'm even holding the door for you. She scowled, but it had no edge. Yes, Jamie, you're quite a gentleman. Get in the car, Brienne, so I can feel you up and stick my tongue down your throat. He feigned shock. Is that what you want me to do? (gasps) Yes. She didn't even try to hold it back. And get in the car, he said. Do you guys know the song Hey Ma by Cameron? Yeah. Hey Ma, what's up? So, He's uh, got a line. Uh-uh. Get in the car. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> Sit in the car. Let's discuss something. <laughs> that's the only lyric I know for that. <laughs> You're so edgy. I <laughs> and love that's it. probably what this is about. Yeah, it is. It's probably. Hey, exactly. Ma, this could be um, a Cameron exhibit now. A James Cameron Cameron exhibit. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. James Cameron times Cameron. James Cameron. Get in the it's car. a collab. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. My two favorite things are colliding. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, good gods, she huffed, but she dropped her shoes and ducked low to climb inside. <laughs> you guys, they are going to get caught in this car with that giant picture on the screen. Oh, oh my, my God. He followed immediately, swinging the door behind him until the latch sounded. There was no space left. She was taking it all up. Her legs curled under her and her dress crawling up to expose her thighs. It was clearly in an uncomfortable position. This is absurd. I'm getting out, she said. He knelt on the narrow floor and kissed her hard, <laughs> ignoring the digging of metal on his shins and the awkward angle of his neck. One hand skated up her side until it reached her small breast, and he absorbed the heat of her skin until she gasped. Her shipple. <laughs> we have shipple oh, contact. Shipple action. Still want to get out, he said. No. She pulled him against her. The end. Wow. Oh. I, didn't, oh, 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 I don't want it to end. Oh. Ah. Oh. Have you ever done this before in a hundred episodes? <laughs> when the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you horned up, up or down? I am so horned up. Honk if you're horned up. Honk if you're horned up. Honk if you're horned up. Honk, honk. I'm horned up. Hey, hey ma. I'm horned up. <laughs> Sit down. I'm horned up. <laughs> We don't get drunk tonight. <laughs> we don't gotta check this. Up? We don't gotta check the exhibit tonight. Wow. I love that they made a Yui they at did. the sinking ship. <sighs> right back to the car. Was it her idea to go back to the car? Right. Yeah. She had to get her well, shoes. Like, no, but I mean, which one of them said we should test this last well, exhibit? They had to walk past the car to get to the exit. I know, but which one of them said that as a joke or as like a sexy thing? No, they went back, and they, they both looked at it. They were like, oh, I know, but someone we says, go. we really should test this, right? And I thought it was her. The we really should test this was about the raft. No. She glanced from him back to the car and back. No, he says it. We yeah. really should test this space. It's the one space they didn't test. Yeah. That was his idea. I thought right. it was hers. The reason I like, I just think she's like flipped a switch, and she's oh, in. She's in it to win it. <sighs> wow. Danny, are you horned up? Horned up. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> so sincerely. Danny, please. Are you horned up? Do tell. Nobody ever cares if I am. Thank you for caring, Ellie. <laughs> You're welcome. At least someone cares in this trio. I am very horned up and I cannot wait to see what they do in the car. And I hope it's have sex. Mm, me too. <laughs> I've got a feeling they're going to figure it out. I don't know what this podcast or these stories are about, but I think sex might be happening. It better be penetration. <laughs> I'm out. Lens, are you horned up? So horned up. Mm. I'm just excited that she's excited. I'm, you know, curious how they're going to figure out how to position themselves in this old antique car. Mm. Seems Missionary. like he's on the floorboards you know, and he's, he's touching his a, way up, crawling a up shipple. That. He's climbing that a tit anic. He got a tit anic. Oh, tit anic. Yeah. You know, they're um, like all the security guards in the back having a viewing party. For they've got sure. they all dragon eggs out, eating. <laughs> Ew, um, that's what the Night's yeah. Watch the, really watches. Yeah. Ew. They've got Ned Stark cake balls. <laughs> they do. Ready to go. Um, wow. Well, this is so exciting. Huh? <laughs> There's two more. Sorry. <laughs> huh? If you're horny, and tune in next week. <laughs> Also, <laughs> that's good. That's really good <laughs> because it's car sex time. Car sex time. Hmm. <laughs> Did the episode end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. tune in. Okay, we'll see you Bye. next time. Ellie is on <laughs> the other the side of the recording. 
For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Oh yeah. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) 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 (